Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. So this podcast is to talk about when races get canceled or even when your life changes up and you might not be able to show up to races. Things happen. You have things pop up with work or... I mean, I remember I took a new position, had to go to Minnesota for three weeks during March with no bike. Talk about the worst way to get ready for a spring campaign in racing. So I really had to shift some of my early goals. I was going to be off the bike for three weeks, period. And it was just what it was. There was there's no changing it. I wasn't working for myself at that point, uh, 100%. So I think that This would have been a great podcast before COVID, as I've had a few people, uh, one person messaged me in Discord and another person from, I think they were in the UK, had emailed me and said, wow, I'm starting to see the gains in 2022 from my 2021 training, really starting to rethink what I, what I, I think the word is incorrectly used, lost, but didn't gain by just mailing in that whole year goofing off and whatever. I mean, hey, no one's training is perfect. Um, And I did post a video that I thought people should continue to train through COVID if they could safely do so within their legal laws and from a health standpoint. And I know some people didn't like that. A lot of people totally agreed with it because they had the free time and it got them outside. And being able to put in huge volume for a lot of people is a big leg up. And I know a lot of athletes started to see the difference in 12-hour weeks to 16-hour weeks. And somebody else had said, oh, wow, that actually does make a difference. Endurance is way easier. I'm way fresher after long rides. I'm riding harder after this massive base. Huh. All the things I've read about actually true. I thought that was really hilarious. But there was a business article that I was reading and it was more talking about staying hopeful when things are uncertain. And it immediately hit me from a cycling standpoint as the longer you go in this game, there's going to be a time when events shift. You might all of a sudden be looking at a calendar where you don't have an event for five months. What do you do? It's really easy to lose motivation if you're stuck in the micro of just the next few months. But I understand that's part of the fun. Looking forward to races is amazing. I was really bummed when the race this weekend got canceled 
And I wasn't planning on being in North Carolina. I was planning on being in Florida. So when I was up in North Carolina, I was thinking maybe I could go to South Carolina and race, but I have to be back in Florida next week. So I can't do that race. I'm like, man, I want to race. But I have no problem in continuing to train and having some goals because here are some of my suggestions. Um, Number one, let me go through this, this email because I think that they are directly talking to cyclists. When things are uncertain, it's easy to lose hope, but allowing yourself to sink into a funk can affect you professionally and personally. To build and sustain optimism, envision a plausible, positive future. And then they go into talking about writing out what you think the future might look like. They get a little foofy, which you know is right up my uh, alley. And they talk a little bit more about like the work and personal life separation and how do those overlap. And uh, it's a lot of visualization and vividly imagining yourself in the future as you described. I think that's a really good thing to do because imagine yourself after putting in five months of training. You're going to be faster. You're going to be stronger. You're going to learn so much about yourself. So that's my number one. Continue training with your mindset towards the big picture of you in the next season or even you at a fall race or you know, maybe you're going to race cross this year for the second time and you know that you suck at the skills work, throw that in once a week because you don't have to ride as much uh, just road-specific stuff because your events are canceled or you can't get to them. The other thing is use things in your area, group rides, KOMs, anything competitive. Start to look around a little bit more. When there aren't events, Grand Fondo, Grand Fondo start to sound a little bit cooler. Uh, nothing against Grand Fondos. It's just if you're in the race community, those aren't your first go-to. You know, there's a lot of ways to find ways to be competitive. Crush a PR of your own power that you've wanted to do. Here's my caveat to that. Don't hyper-focus on it. If you're like, I want to set X watts for five minutes, don't only do five-minute stuff. Don't only do VO2 max. Continue with your overall training plan, but figuring out how you can hone in on this single goal because guess what that's going to do for you? That's going to help you dial in your process for when you know there's a race that has a really ridiculous feature that many times is a deciding factor in the race. Now, if you're new to this podcast, you're going to understand that I do not coach people to a five-minute climb or, hey, Brendan, there's this 10-minute climb. It's always on that climb. It's maybe 50% of the time on that climb. I've posted, if whether it's a huge long climb, whether it's a short one-minute punch at the end, there are many ways that that is not the only deciding factor of when you can get dropped. And the people that oftentimes do get dropped overly train for just one facet of the race. You need to be really careful about that. That could be a tan, tangential, tangential, I think that's the word, a tangent to another podcast. So if your races get canceled, if things in life come about that don't allow you to get to the races you've planned for, it's okay. Take a deep breath. Take a step back. Talk to your training and buddy about this. Look in the macro and what goals can you achieve? What processes or processes can you dial in better? Maybe you have to work on your nutrition. Maybe your race day nutrition for some reason sucks. Guess what? 
pick six KOMs, plan a really hard ride. Hey, I'm going out for three and a half hours. There's a 10-minute climb, an eight-minute climb, a five-minute effort, a one-minute effort, and then a 20-minute climb. Dial in your nutrition. And I'm going to ride tempo in between this one. I'm going to ride endurance between this one. When you set little micro goals like that within a ride, do you know how fast these rides go? Even I think that's one reason why intervals are a great thing. Endurance rides are massively important. But when I even do a 10 or 20-minute tempo ride midweek and it's a four-hour ride, the ride goes by so much faster than just riding endurance. I really like riding endurance, but... I love riding my bike, but there's days where I'm like, I just want to go bang this out. I have a hundred other things I want to do today. And that really helps. So with that, I'm going to go on a training ride, drive down to the valley. It is 25 degrees, feels like temp in Blowing Rock, North Carolina right now. It's about to snow. So we gots to go. Hope you have a great day. Let us know how we can help you. If you're listening to this podcast and you are not in the Discord, go in there, read a little bit, post your questions. There are so many helpful people. And the Discord, the reason I pump the Discord so hard is because you've chosen to listen to a podcast that is put on by one person. You are going to talk to people in the Discord that we don't all agree on the same exact thing. And I posted today, there's no one flexing. If people flex, I kindly message them and say, hi. Really appreciate you being here. You're kind of being a jerk. Let's talk in a more constructive manner. And then if they have a problem with that and it continues, we boot them. So you are coming into a place where you can ask questions that I've asked. Like, why doesn't the green jersey just decide to go for the yellow jersey in the Tour de France? Or why is it not cool to use duct tape on my bike? Questions I've asked before. Hey, we all start at knowing next to nothing And the Discord is a way that is going to hyper zoom in your knowledge or zoom up your knowledge. Let's get it.